morning. Thank you for joining in today's podcast. This is Dana from DAS Financial Aid Consulting Services. And today this show is dedicated to the CARES Act and how it benefits students. Last week we discussed um, briefly um, some of the outlying points uh, with regards to the financial aid aspect of the CARES Act and how it affects student loans. So we'll go over um, a little bit more information regarding that. Um, The department has um, posted to studentaid.gov announcements and events regarding the coronavirus COVID-19 as it's also known as, um, how this is working with uh, the uh, student loans. So currently, if you have federal student loans, these are direct loans that are in repayment. Your payments have automatically stopped as of March 13th, 2020 through September 30th of 2020. However, you can still make payments if you choose. And if you do choose, that would be better than not. And the reason for that is, is because of the fact that The interest rate right now on student loans is 0%, which means there is no interest accruing on the principal amount that you currently may owe. If you start paying on the principal amount, all the money will go towards the principal amount and and you aren't paying any interest towards that, which will put your balance at a lower rate when the interest starts to accumulate again and gets reinstated. So for um, most students, I understand that you may not have an income right now, which would mean that obviously you're not gonna be able to make any payments. But if for those of you that do have income coming in, it would be a good idea if you still continue to make at least the minimum payment that you can towards your loan. Um, so that you would be, again, reducing the principal amount that is owed at this time um, and take advantage of what's being offered as far as um, the um, decrease in the interest rate and, uh, and get that principal amount down. Because you have to remember that the student loan debt, if, if for some reason you were to claim bankruptcy, student loan debt does not get discharged in a bankruptcy. It it will not get discharged. And the reason for that is because it is funded with tax dollars. So you need to just keep in mind that that debt will just continue to follow you. um, And it will also um, go against your credit score, um, which in the future, if you're planning on purchasing a home and so forth, that that money is still going to go against or that debt is still going to go against your credit score. So the faster that you're able to pay it down, Um, the better you will be um, in the long run. Um, There are a few questions that were posted um, regarding um, the zero interest payment period. And um, again, from the 13th of March, so March 13, 2020 through September 30th, 2020, the interest rate is 0% on the following types of federal student loans owned by the education department. Uh, That would be defaulted and non-defaulted direct loans and defaulted and non-defaulted FFELP program loans. 
and federal Perkin loans. You have to also remember though that Perkin loans, the some of the FFL program loans are owned by commercial lenders and some Perkin loans are owned by institutions that the student, you the student attended. These loans are not eligible for this benefit at the time. So if they're not owned by the education department and they're owned by a commercial lender, say, and I'm just going to throw it out there, if it's Bank of America, um, if maybe uh, it's owned by uh, Chase Bank, those loans, those are not, those are considered commercial lenders and you need to contact the commercial lender and see what they have in place um, as part of the CARES Act. And they, they may not be doing anything and they're not required to um, at this time. So if, if they're still charging interest, you need to make sure that you're keeping up with your payments and you don't go into default status. Um, and it's better to just contact them if and um, ask the questions versus ignoring it. Um, because ignoring it is not going to make it go away. It's just going to make it worse. So um, take advantage. And also on the Perkins loans, if they're owned by your institution, contact your institution, your financial aid advisor at your institution and ask them um, if you can uh, somehow defer it. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if those um, options are in place right now. They may have some um, special, uh, some institutions may be implementing their own procedures and policies during this time um, to help students out, which may mean that they might be just extending your payments um, um, for a longer period of time to be able to pay off that um, debt. But again, don't ignore it make sure that you contact them and ask them um, how they are working um, their programs. Um, the other uh, questions that are coming in is how can I take advantage of this 0% period if I have federal family education loans, FFEL program loans, and federal Perkin loans not owned by the ed. So the response was from the education department, while your lender's school can provide these benefits, should it choose to do so, you can consolidate your federal family education loan program or federal Perkins loans not owned by the education department into a direct consolidated loan, which would be eligible for the 0% interest. So that is one option for you. Um, so if you are under that criteria of the federal family education loan or the federal Perkin loan that is not owned by the education department, you can look into consolidating it um, through direct consolidation loan. And then that would make it up um, eligible for the 0% interest. However, if you consolidate after the 0% interest rate period ends, meaning after September 30th of 2020, the interest rate on your loan may be higher than what you're currently paying. That's the caveat. So in addition, when you consolidate, any outstanding interest will capitalize, meaning that any outstanding interest is added to your principal balance. Your servicer can provide you with the information about how your loan balance, interest rate, and total amount to be paid would change if you consolidate into a direct consolidation loan. So again, that 0% interest rate is only running from March 13th through September 30th. 
at this point in time. If down the road they extend it, we'll provide that updated information. But at this point in time, that's the time period. So you want to make sure that again, um, if you are in that those two categories, and you are looking to refinance or consolidate those loans into a direct consolidation loan, you want to do it prior to September 30th. But you also want to make sure that you understand that when you consolidate, the outstanding interest is going to be capitalizing, which means it'll still be accruing. And any outstanding interest will be added to the principal balance. So again, you want to make sure you understand how that all is working. Um, the next question was, who can tell me if my loans will have their interest rate temporarily reduced to 0%? You need to contact your loan servicer online or by phone to determine if your loans are eligible. Your servicer is the entity to which you are making your monthly payment currently. If you do not know who your servicer is or how to contact them, you need to visit studentaid.gov login or call at 1-800-4-FED-AID. That's 1-800-433-3243 for assistance. And for the deaf or hearing impaired, that telephone number is 1-800-730-8913. The next question was, if my loans are owned by the education department, do I need to do anything for the interest on my loans to be set at 0%? And the answer is no. The education department will automatically adjust your account so that the interest doesn't accrue, i.e. accumulate. The account adjustment will be effective as of March 13, 2020. And the updated question to that, too, was if I make loan payments during the 0% interest period, how will they be applied? And as I had stated at the beginning of the show, during the period of the 0% interest, the full amount of your payments will be applied to your principal once all the interest that accrued prior to March 13th is paid. Okay, so if you had them in repayment and there was interest already accrued, let's just say... The principal amount, and I'm just putting a figure out here, the principal amount was say $1,500. And you had say $250 in interest. Your payments are gonna go through the, to the, towards the $250 in interest before it applies to the $1,500 principal. So just to clarify that. Um, also an updated question, provided or, um, or asked was, are private loans, student loans eligible for the 0% interest benefit? And again, no, the education department does not have legal authority over private loans and they are not covered by the CARES Act. Um, there are some questions also pertaining to the forbearance or temporary suspension of payments. And uh, that question um, was uh, asked, I understand that my loans will be placed in administrative forbearance, temporarily suspending my monthly payments. How long will the administrative forbearance last? 
And again, the administrative forbearance will last from the dates of March 13, 2020 through September 30th of 2020. Uh, there was also a new question that was added to that question. And it's uh, if I'm currently in an income-driven repayment, an IDR plan, will my suspended payments count toward IDR forgiveness? And that answer to that question is yes. Also, another question um, that was added is, will suspended payments count toward public service loan forgiveness, PSLF? And the response to that was, if you have a direct loan, were on qualifying repayment plan prior to the suspension and work full-time for a qualifying employer during the suspension, then you will receive credit toward the PSLF for the period of suspension as though you made on-time monthly payments. Um, another question uh, that came in is what will happen to my regular auto debit payments if I do nothing? And the answer is auto debit payments are suspended during the administrative forbearance. Any auto debit payments processed between March 13th, 2020 and September 30th, 2020 can be refunded to you. You need to contact your loan servicer to request that the payment be refunded. But remember, if you refund the payment, that increases your balance. <clears throat> if you do not want an administrative forbearance and want to continue making payments, contact your loan servicer to opt out of the administrative forbearance and your auto debit payments will resume. You will also have the option to remain in the administrative forbearance and make manual, i.e. non-auto debit payments during the administrative forbearance period. To do this, you visit your loan servicer's website to make a payment or contact your loan servicer for more information. Um, let's see here. There's so many questions. Okay, um, here's another one. If I made a payment after the president signed the CARES Act on March 27, 2020, can I receive a refund? And again, the answer is yes. Any payment you made during the administrative forbearance period March 13, 2020 through September 30, 2020 can be refunded. You will have to contact your loan servicer to request that your payment be refunded. Again, reminder, you refund the payment, your balance goes up. That means that when you go back into repayment status, you're starting over again um, with the balance that will be owed. So make sure you keep yourself up to date with regards to that. Um, let's see, another question. If I'm trying to rehabilitate my defaulted loan, student loan, will my suspended payments count toward my rehabilitation? And that answer is yes. Um, an updated question came in on how will I know when I will have to start making payments again? And the answer to that question is, is the 0% interest payment period or the zero interest period, I should say, and administrative forbearance is currently set to expire on September 30th, 2020. So your servicer will contact you no later than in August to remind you that you will need to start making payments again as of October 1st. Make sure you contact your contact information is up to date in your loan servicer's account profile so that they're able to contact you and uh, just make sure that everybody's on the same page as to when you're going to start um, repayment. Um, 
another question, um, which it sounds like a reiteration of a, a question we have already gone over, but it was an update. So let's let's see what the student asked. What if I want to continue making payments? So the response is, if you want to, if you wish to continue paying your loans during the administrative forbearance period, or to pay more or less than your regular payment amount, you are free to do so. You're going to want to contact your loan servicer or visit your servicer's website to make a payment or to find out how you can continue or start auto debit payments. Continuing to make payments during the administrative forbearance could help you to pay down your loan balance more quickly because the full amount of the payment will be applied to the principal once all interest accrued prior to March 13, 2020 is paid. If you continue making regular payments but then experience a change in income, please contact your loan servicer as soon as possible to discuss options, such as enrolling in an income-driven repayment loan plan or to lower your payments or opting in the administrative forbearance that ends September 30th of 2020. So again, um, we're all here to help you. Um, DAS, my company is here to help you um, guide you through this. Uh, the loan servicing companies are here to help you. The Department of Education is here to help you. Uh, so again, we're here to help, but you need to let us know that you need help. And uh, as, if you reach out, you're going to be able to get the assistance you need. But being afraid to speak up and ask the questions is not going to help your situation. So again, ask for the help that's being offered and you're, you're going to benefit from it. Um, let's see. Um, how many other questions do we have here? Um, okay, the next question that came in from a student is, what if I want to continue making a partial payment while my loan is in forbearance? And the response to that was, as long as you are in forbearance, you will not be penalized for making a payment that is less than your usual monthly payment. So even if it's as low as $20, if you can pay $20 a month, um, at least that'll go towards the amount that's owed um, and you won't be penalized for making uh, that small payment. Meanwhile, you still have the option to make a payment on your loan to make progress towards reducing your balance. And again, you're gonna wanna contact your loan servicer or visit your servicer's website to make a payment or to find out how you can continue or start auto debit payments. Um, questions about defaulted loans. And this was updated, an updated question on March 25th, 2020. Um, so let's see. On March 25th, 2020, Ed announced that my federal tax refund would not be withheld to repay my defaulted federal student loan debt. My refund has already been taken. Will I get it back? And the response is yes, but only if your federal tax refund was in the process of being withheld on or after March 13th, 2020 and before September 30th, 2020 for the repayment of a defaulted federal student loan. Uh, your federal tax refund will not be returned to you if the process to withhold your refund was completed before March 13th, 2020. So that means if you filed your tax return, had a defaulted loan, um, and 
your refund was processed prior to March 13th that went towards your defaulted loan debt, you're not going to get it back. <laughs> um, however, if you have any questions about whether or not your federal tax refund was withheld, you need to call the Education Department's Default Resolution, I'm sorry, Resolution Group at 1-800-621-3115 and the TTY for the deaf or hearing impaired number is 1-877-825-9923. Let's see, do we have anyone joining in asking questions? Nope, so we'll go on to the next question. Um, <clears throat> there's an update on March 25th, 2020, the education department announced that a portion of my social security payment, including disability benefits, would not be withheld to repay my defaulted federal student loan debt. My social security payment has already been taken. Will I get it back? <clears throat> and the answer to that question is yes. The portion of your social security payment that was taken will be returned to you if your payment was in the process of being withheld on or after March 13, 2020 and before September 30, 2020 for the repayment of a defaulted federal student loan. Uh, if there was a portion of your social security payment that was withheld, it will not be returned to you if the process to withhold it was completed prior to March 13, 2020. So it kind of falls in line with the tax return refund. Again, if you have any questions about whether your social security payment was withheld, you need to call the Education Department's Default Resolution Group at 1-800-621-3115. And again, the TTY for the deaf or hearing impaired is 1-877-825. Nine three. Um, the next question is: Is on March twenty fifth, twenty twenty, Education Department announced that my wages would not be garnished, but money is still being taken from my paycheck. What should I do? Uh, your Human Resources Department will receive a letter from the Education Department instructing them to stop your wage garnishment. If Education Department receives funds from a garnishment between March 13, 2020 and September 30, 2020, uh, you're refunded garnished wages. So you will get your garnished wages refunded to you if it happened between the, the time period of March 13, 2020 and September 30, 2020. Um, another question that uh, regarding the update on March 25th, 2020, Education Department announced that the department contracted private collection agencies stop making collection calls and sending letters or billing statements. What should I do if I want to continue the payment arrangements that started before the Education Department's announcement? <laughs> uh, you can continue your payment arrangement related to your defaulted federal student loan. Uh, private collection agencies have been instructed to not make collection calls and not accept auto debit payments from March 13, 2020 through September 30, 2020. However, private collection agencies are available to assist you if you reach out to them during this period. To be connected to your private collection agency to continue your current payment arrangement, you need to call the Education Department's Default Resolution Group at one 800 
621-3115. And again, the TTY for the deaf or hearing impaired is 1-877-825-9923. Uh, let's check in and see how many folks we have online. And again, thank you all for joining um, today's podcast. I hope this information is helpful. I know I'm, I'm reading it to you, but um, it's from the studentaid.gov. Um, and uh, this is uh, pretty viable information, I would say, to everybody that is in uh, the student loan repayment process or have student loans that are outstanding. Um, so the next question that came in from a student was um, on March 25th, 2020, Education Department announced that the department contracted private collection agencies stopped making collection calls and sending letters or billing statements. What should I do if I want to consolidate my federal student loans or start a loan rehabilitation arrangement now? Um, so in order to consolidate or start a loan rehabilitation arrangement related to your default of federal student loan, you want to call the Education Department's Default Resolution Group um, at 1-800-621-3115 or the TTY for the deaf or hearing impaired is 1-877-825-9923 for assistance. <laughs> Um, next question that came in was, will my defaulted loan accrue interest? And uh, the response again is, defaulted loans owned by the Education Department will not accrue interest from March 13, 2020 through September 30, 2020. And that does include direct loans and uh, the FFEL program loans owned by the Education Department of uh, the U.S. So, um, again... As long as they're not private loans, they're going to be um, deferred. Um, the interest is not going to accrue. Um, but remember, if you had interest accruing prior to March 13th, that still is applicable to your loan. And uh, <clears throat> we're getting into some just a general loan uh, question at this time. And uh, it looks like this may be the last one. So. Um, that question is, I'm currently on an income-driven repayment plan. I'm unemployed because of the coronavirus outbreak and don't know when my income will return to the same level. What can I do? Um, so if you're in this situation, um, just know you are automatically being placed in an administrative forbearance that allows you to stop making your payments from March 13, 2020 through September 30th, 2020. Uh, if you are on an IDR plan and your income has changed significantly, you will, um, or I'm sorry, you can update your information and get a new payment amount based on your current income. So they're going to revise your plan, um, your payment plan based on what your income is now currently. So in order to be able to uh, do this, you need to visit studentaid.gov forward slash IDR and you click on apply now and then you can start the application by clicking on the button next to recalculate my monthly payment. Um, after the administrative forbearance ends on September 30, 2020, your monthly payments will resume at the new amount. Also, um, you should know if you'd like to enroll in an IDR plan for the first time, you also want to visit studentaid.gov forward slash IDR 
Click on apply now and then start the application. So these um, questions uh, that were answered were general statements of policy under the Administrative Procedure Act, and it was issued to advise um, public prospectively of the manner in which the U.S. Department of Education, also known as ED, and Federal Student Aid, also known as FSA, proposed to exercise their discretion as a result of and in response to the lawfully and duly declared COVID-19 pandemic national emergency. Um, Ed and FSA do not intend for this Q&A to create legally binding standards, affirmatively determining any member of the public's right, legal rights and obligations for which noncompliance may form an independent basis for action. So basically this is for informational purposes only, um, just to advise how things are um, or, uh, being orchestrated to work during this time frame. Um, and uh, hopefully this information has been helpful to everyone. And if you have any questions, um, again, you can go to um, studentaid.gov or um, if we'll be posting that, I'll post, post the link um, to our Twitter page. Also, I'll be posting it to um, our uh, Facebook, <laughs> uh, Facebook page and uh, and we also have a LinkedIn page right now. Um, also, I will be um, doing a couple of uh, videos, YouTube videos um, for posting um, and uh, hopefully get a live Facebook um, scheduled as well so y'all can join in. Um, for the time being, we hope everyone's doing well um, in, during these times. And uh, if you need any assistance, feel free to contact us or contact me personally. Um, my email address is danderson at dasfinancialaidconsultingservices.com. Um, check out our website at dasfinancialaidconsultingservices.com. And uh, again, we're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and uh, LinkedIn. So for the time being, I hope everyone has a great weekend. Hang in there. Um, we're, we're all in this together, as the saying goes. And um, we'll uh, get through this and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.